good, y'all? It's your boy, Herb. And it's your girl, Mo. And welcome to our soon-to-be world-renowned podcast, Young, Black, and Figuring It Out. What up, though? What to do? Whatever we tell it. You know what I'm saying? How you feeling? I'm feeling great. Except for my allergies. But yeah, great. <laughs> Shout out to the dust, y'all. Yeah, I'm feeling amazing too. And listen, y'all, y'all probably like, listen, right now it's time to figure out uh, what have you figured out this week. But we ain't going to do that this time because <laughs> we don't got time for that. You know why we ain't got time for that? I know. Why? We got a special guest. A big time special guest to talk about a special topic who we're about to introduce in a minute. Uh, but just to set the stage for this mm-hmm. topic, it's going to be a real spicy one. What we talking about? <laughs> Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's yeah, we're gonna talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so today we're gonna talk about uh sex and many aspects and components of sex. Uh, we know people have heard that and excited. They gotta be excited to talk about that. But before we dive into all of the topics and questions and good stuff and maybe some bad stuff, we're gonna introduce our special guest, celebrity guest in the building. Ooh, ooh. Shayla right here. Let's clap it up for Shayla. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Thank you. Tell us about yourself. So I am a school social worker, and I also work for the city of Rochester with the PIC team, Person in Crisis, as a crisis social worker. Mm-hmm. And I'm very glad that you guys invited me on today to talk about sex. Yes, because she dope, y'all. She yeah, dope. <laughs> glad to have her. So yeah, we um, so we've been talking about talking about this topic for a long time. Okay, um, mainly because we know that uh, one, just the fact that sex sells. Um, and the fact that that's the case, I think, really gets to the point that it's not as normalized uh-huh. as mm-hmm. it should be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so today we want to dive into it. But just want to ask, you know, you all, let's have a conversation. Why are we passionate about this topic in general? Besides it being just a spicy, fun topic. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll just start. I mean, the lack of education. This, there's just mm-hmm. been so many times I've encountered people discussing certain things. And these are people who are married, young people, and just a lack of knowledge right. or um, they don't have any clue what it is they want out of their relationship right, in any sort right, of sexual right. way. And when you try to get to the heart of, well, why is that? They just feel so much shame. And they're like, well, I was taught not to. I don't mm-hmm. know. And it's like this nervous energy. And so you have these sexless marriages happening. And it's like, okay, right. this is a growing concern then. Right, right, right. Yeah. I also think just because, like, even, like, with an increase of, like, STDs and SEIs in mm-hmm. Monroe County w- related to teenagers, yeah. like, if we can talk about, like, our favorite foods and, like, uh-huh. the latest, like, sneakers that are coming out and what store we're going to go to go get them, then something that you are engaging in that you might find pleasurable, why can't we also talk about right. that as well? So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I like that. And, and I think for me, too, it's all of those things. And on top of that, I think sometimes the uh, the the – like the fear of talking about sex also promotes uh, some of the things that happen, like uh, some of the sexual assaults, molestation, mm-hmm. all Absolutely. the different things, because there's so much taboo around that, and folks won't talk about it, and they almost are ashamed to not talk about it. Right. They don't right. bring up things that have affected them uh, negatively, you know. Mm-hmm. And on the positive side, it's like if you can really dive into and have thorough conversations early, people can kind of um, own their sexual experiences yes. versus right. being a victim or add effect to it, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm really hoping to to get out of today. Right. You know, as we dive into it. So let's dive right into it. <laughs> right. Um, so I just want to set the stage so why this is such an important topic and give some stats. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love statistics. Okay. So let's dive, in, dive into some of these. So far as sex education is only required in 29 states, but only 18 states are required to deliver medically 
accurate uh-huh. information, uh-huh. right? Mm-hmm. So you might educate, but it might not be actually medically accurate, which means that there can be so many different contexts to that. Right. I'm going to dive into that in a second. Um, only nine states are required uh, require sex education to be culturally appropriate and unbiased, uh-huh. right? Um, and so if you think about what bias does, and we know all about that, um, what could that be teaching our kids? Um, and again, uh, 28 states require stressing abstinence, which uh-huh. means that they might not be getting education. Right. The education might not be, don't talk about it, don't do it. Uh-huh. Yes. And then a few more, just to spice it up a little bit, <laughs> an estimated 55% of male and female teens have had sexual intercourse by the age of 18. So uh-huh. by 18, over half of the teens um, have already had sex. Um, among the teens who did not have sex in this study, uh-huh. um, the most common reasons were religion or against the morals, haven't found the right person yet. Um, and the third highest one was don't want to get a female pregnant by my man. Um, so yeah, so let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. Let's dive let's dive into it. Those are a lot of stats. We can kind of pick things apart, but I think when you hear those things and some of those things, uh, what's your reaction? Uh-huh. Initially? Um, initially, like with the religion and culture, right? So I work at a high school where, um, blacks, we are the majority, but we do have different religions and cultures showcased throughout the school. And now that it just has my mind, like wondering, like, I definitely should be having conversations with these students mm-hmm. um, just to, like, be more inclusive of, inclusive of like, what do they need? Yeah. Um, especially when we're bringing in educators, right? Uh, right? Because, like, it's a specific curriculum, but it's not tailored to religion mm-hmm. and culture. Mm-hmm. Right. So right, right. when I, like, when you mentioned that, I'm like, yeah, there's a little bit more work I need to do now, uh-huh. for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. And so you're saying, like, almost taking into consideration that a lot of the Maybe a lot of the miseducation might be as a result of people's culture or religion specifically. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Do you have any experience, any experience you want to speak to with that? You, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Man, okay, so you saying that has me like, well, I, I was in Brooklyn all my life, and it was like elementary, middle school, and high school where black and Hispanic was all my peers. And I can remember having sex ed twice, and I think second or third grade. I don't know. I was young mm-hmm. in elementary school. Mm-hmm. And then I had to be a senior in high school. Mm-hmm. There's a large gap. <laughs> of, yeah. There was absolutely nothing, no discussion, no nothing. And I remember being in middle school. I think I was a, a sixth grader. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I heard that these eighth graders had had sex. And we were all like, what? Mm-hmm. What is and it? Was the, mm-hmm. It was just confusing. It was surprising. It was like, huh? Why is that happening? So my thoughts just being like, dang, I remember ninth grade and a classmate disappeared for a while, came back, everybody was like, she had a baby. I'm like, had a baby. It was just, it just didn't make sense because no one was actually discussing it or talking to you about it. And my parents ain't telling me nothing. Yeah. You know, and we grew up in church, so abstinence is it. And that's all I knew. I'm like, oh. Yeah, that's that's such a good thing. It's such a good point because, uh, like, the things that were happening and it would pop up, like, whoa, what Uh is that? I think that goes to the idea that, Regardless of if you have the conversation or not, education is happening. Mm-hmm. It might be trial and error. Right. It might be from your peers, but yeah. education is happening. Mm-hmm. And so, like for me to even look at this and say that only twenty nine states uh, require that, um, to me, like that's that's mind blowing. Yeah, right. Especially the way it affects affects lives. And you know, I know you uh, work high schoolers. Mm-hmm. How does that? How have you seen that affect students? You know. I mean, it affects students in the sense of they just don't know, right? But Mm -hmm. then you're also creating more, like, trauma. 
you're yeah. creating more poverty. Um, but then, like, everybody's always, like, shocked, right? Like, mm-hmm. well, why are things increasing? Why are pre- teen pregnancies increasing? Why, why, why? And it's like, well, no one's being proactive, right? Mm-hmm. And then the reactive is to either, like, take the student out because you're one and we don't want that to, like, spread, mm-hmm. right, throughout mm-hmm. the school. Um, or it's kind of like a hush. Mm-hmm. Like, well, did you take care of this on your own? Okay, cool. And it's like, mm-hmm. nowadays, like, Group chats are like the thing, yeah. right? Yeah. With our with our kids, yeah. and it's like even though you try to keep it out of the school, it's still going to get around. Hundred percent. So why can't we just take that time to like indulge in the curriculum related to health? Right. And like what I was when you mentioning like high school, same for us too. Like, okay, middle school, you got it. Like it was like one unit in health class, mm-hmm. and it was like, mm-hmm. ooh, okay, <laughs> right. And then like one time in high school, and you're like, yeah, but like. I have other questions, but mm-hmm. there was like no time to like ask under any other questions. Right. 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 That's good. And, and you know, for me, the first time, the first time I remember, I remember having like a health and something class. Yeah. It was like eighth grade, ninth yes. grade, maybe. But the first time I really got actual, like adequate, substantial sexual education was my senior year in college. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And it was a uh, Dr. Bassett. Yes. Yeah. Sex that ed? Was yeah. Sex yeah. Ed. And yeah. It was, it was, I'm like, oh, that, I'm learning stuff I didn't even, I had no clue about. Mind blown. Mind yes. blown. I was like, I should have got this eighth grade, ninth grade. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. Because it sets you up in such a better trajectory. Mm-hmm. You know, and th- I'm not saying it didn't happen, but the fact that I don't remember it at all right. says it wasn't enough. No, right. You know? At all. And I think we need to start to, Mm-hmm. Like put that in there, and then on top of that, the let's talk about the abstinence that, like, like <laughs> that, like twenty eight states are requiring like abstinence. Uh. It's like okay, now to me that's like delusion. Mm-hmm. Yes, because if you go down to the numbers, fifty five percent over half of teens are saying that they've had sex already. Right. Yes. So it's like we need to respond to what's actually happening, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like what's occurring, guys. I don't. I think they think it's preventative, and it's clearly right. not working. It's like the Dare program. It's like yeah. not actually working, right? But we right. want to hold our like just hold to this, and it mm-hmm. it always confuses me because you like look at parents and grandparents. It's like y'all were doing these things. Mm-hmm. Why are we acting brand new? Like right. these new kids are doing something different. Like no, nah, it's the, it works the same, guys. Yeah. Right. But yeah. we don't want to have the conversation. I get so confused by that. Yeah. And I'm also interested to see like the states that are practicing abstinence are like they conservative too Mm. are they conservative states as well because that like the political realm like that just makes sense Mm. but it's still not making sense right right right. so make it make sense make it make sense (laughs) it's it's, it's actually uh hurting people because it's adding like abstinence to me is kind of right in like lockstep with shame Mm -hmm. shame Shame and guilt Mm -hmm. shame and guilt and we know like i wonder like there's no stats on that I have right here about that, but I wonder, like, what is that doing to people's mental health? Right. Ugh. Right. Right. Like, like when people can't really explore and understand and know their sexuality in a way, like, what is that then doing to their mental health when they um, do end up having sex? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Looking mm-hmm. at these numbers, um, or the shame and guilt or fear about actually having sex, and all of those things that probably are um, a byproduct of abstinence or teaching just abstinence. Right. Exactly. When they just teach it. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just abstinence, and sometimes I think the why behind stuff. Because if people say you yeah, don't have sex, abstinence, here are the reasons why. Mm-hmm. And I still wouldn't necessarily agree with that teaching, but mm-hmm. I don't think that always comes or accompanies that. No. You know? Right. Like, do you, have you all seen why? Like, you both work in school systems. Have you seen, before you all got there and helped out, the why, <laughs> the why being taught as to some of the um, conversations around sex, like why to or not to do or how to do it? Is the why being taught as much as it needs to? 
No, before we brought in an outside resource, no. Mm-mm. It's just like, not even, I mean, it's like the whole biology too of sex. It's like, mm-hmm. not just about like intercourse, but it's about like your body, knowing yes. your body yes. and going through puberty. And yes. what does right. that look like? Mm-hmm. And like, what is consensual sex? What is mm-hmm. not consensual? Mm-hmm. Like, it's mm-hmm. so much that goes into like sex education that it's just, it's just not there. Mm-hmm. And like. I know for a fact in New York State, the curriculum is like one or two units, and it's it doesn't get to the nitty gritty right. of just the regular common convers like questions that are coming up that yeah. like at one point in time came up in our heads, right? right. Mm-hmm. That are coming up, in, and it's just that's normal, but it's yeah. it's no follow up, right? Right. Yeah. No one really talks about hormones and anything like nothing. Like mm-hmm. kids have raging hormones, and they're feeling Literally. all kinds of feelings, and all of it isn't sexual. It's but not. no one actually explains like right. this is what your body is going through. This is why you're reacting. This like you might just be crying uncontrollably. It happens. It it's does. okay. Mm-hmm. No one normalizes any of those aspects. So I'm like, you're right. People are not comfortable with their bodies or. You hear a lot of times, especially in colleges where I heard this the most, people are like, yeah, you don't understand anything about vagina health? And I was like, what? <laughs> like, I never, I never yeah. went to GYN. What yeah. are you talking about? Yeah. And like, they were just saying things yeah. out loud. And I was like, that's a thing? Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Huh? Oh, no clue. And I was like, why was that not taught? Like, this is just your health now. It's just yeah. about right. whether you are able to function normally as a regular mm-hmm. person or if you can spot things sooner yeah. before anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah, I don't like. So let's. I want to ask this like that. No, no, that's good. I want to ask about this to like y'all own. So we talked about sex ed in our school system, but like, how did y'all actually? What was your education? How did your education? I know you. I know you do. Now, let, me, let me tell you what I'm I remember. I'm a social worker now. <laughs> <laughs> Look, so not to put everybody on the spot, I, I'll say I do remember like one time. Like I remember. Um, like when I was I was super young and I know I'm just about to be it's about to be real vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is gonna be real vulnerable. But I remember like being a kid and having a reaction in my body, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? From yeah. watching a music video. And I asked my mom, I'm like, yo, mom, like, oh my gosh. what's going on? And she was just like, All right, talk to your dad. <laughs> yeah. So my dad was trying to explain it. I could tell, like, you know, he did his like, he did his best, but he was like, uh, you know, when you're excited and then you had to uh, and I'm sitting there like, What? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, huh? Mm-hmm. But I was young. I was I was real young though. Yeah. And like I just didn't understand. And just like the fact that uh you know, I love my mom to death. But said she like passed me off to my pops. You know what I'm saying? And my pops are just like, uh, we, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it's just like, okay, this is an uncomfortable topic. And yeah. I almost learned just from the interaction and nobody did anything wrong. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like we ended up having those conversations later. But at that time it was just like, oh yeah, this is, it shouldn't be like this. Right. You know, because I. you to be shameful of it. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, dang, okay, cool. Let me not bring this up then. It was like that. And you know, if it was in a car, it was just us. I'm like, uh, it was mad awkward, you know. But, like, that was kind of, like, set the stage for the rest of my conversations outside of conversations with my peers right. who don't know anything. Right. as much as I know. Right. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I feel you. Like, that was a part of my education. Like, how did Jaws, you know? Mm. Um, mm. So, I have an older sister, and she's nine years older than me. Um, and she got pregnant, like, her first year going off to college. So, that's how I knew about, like, how babies are made, right? Mm. And that was that. Like, and then she ended up having another baby. I love my niece and nephew. So she had two kids by the time she was 19. And Mm -hmm. I'm here, like, just a 10-year-old, like, oh, that's fun, right? Mm -hmm. And my parents are like, yeah, like, it's it's not. Right. So then we go through life. And I remember when I was going off to college, 
so now this is undergrad me going off to college really no conversations about sex but like whatever mm-hmm. and my dad's like hey like let's go and grab dinner mm-hmm. for everybody i'm like yeah cool so we're going to um grab some dinner and like my parents have like this look right mm-hmm. that like you know like they mean like like this is serious because like mm-hmm. i joke all day so <laughs> my dad like gave me this look and he was like you need to like set up an appointment to go get on birth control and that was that because his trauma Mm -hmm. was sending his first daughter Mm -hmm. off to college and Mm -hmm. she getting pregnant so here i'm sending my second my baby girl off to college and like that's not what we're doing right but there was no follow-up either like yeah and that was that that's not helpful yeah now now how did that like like what did that set you up? Like looking back, yeah, right. Like what do you think could have been done differently in that space? Like what what could have been a like better just approach? A, a conversation around like, are you like are you engaging in sex? Like yeah. and what does that look like for you? Mm-hmm. And like how do you feel about that? And like what has your experience been? Like of course they're not going to say like that, right. um, but it was just like this is my demand of you right mm-hmm. now right. as you're entering into adulthood, right? right. And this is just like an expectation that right. I I want you to do before mm-hmm. you leave my house. Right. Mm-hmm. And was so. condom use ever brought up then at the same time? Because I'm like, that's not fully helpful. So then. I'm the female, right? Then I have a younger brother. For my brother, there was. Yeah. You know, it was like, it was like dad slapping him up on, pr- like, sending yeah. him off to prom with, like, the condom in the hand, like, mm-hmm. have fun, oh, wow. you know? Yeah, so it's yeah. so, di- it was so different. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. You and know, it happens all the time, like, that. all the time. Yeah. yeah. I should actually put that as a question on here because, like, the difference between sex education for boys mm-hmm. and, like, girls, like, it's so different. It is very yeah. different. And now that you say very that, unfair. Yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> I don't have brothers, but I promise you, I and know. What ways do you think? Like, what ways do you think, like, do we see that as different? Because that's a good that's a good lane to go down because guys would get like boosted and like encouraged to to go ahead and live their best lives Mm -hmm. like sleep with whoever you want here just make sure you know don't get it pregnant Mm -hmm. here Mm -hmm. here's what you use but women are hold that till marriage do not dare Mm -hmm. even try keep your legs closed you know Mm -hmm. what i mean and then if you open them one time for whatever reason maybe you're in love maybe not you're deemed a hoe or whatever kind Mm -hmm. of term they want to throw on you Mm -hmm. Unfair. No, that's, that's funny you said that. So going back to our stats, one of the top three reasons that people mm-hmm. um, so they, who didn't have sex, so they didn't was, I don't want to get a girl pregnant. Right. That was really, like, that was a thing. Heavy in the, like, growing up in the culture, like, that was the thing. Like, yo, you don't do a few things. And one of those things was, you better not get anybody pregnant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that was like a, yeah. you know? And so, yeah, like, that's a part of that. And the thing is, going back to what you said, I think it's the same but different. Like, you're always like, you don't birth control. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Us was like you better not get anybody pregnant. Mm-hmm, it right. was like here are the demands. There was no partnership in education. Right, right. Yeah. You know, it was right, really was not. just like, hey, here's what you do, mm-hmm. and just like a lot of that, like because I said so. Yep. Yes. You know. Yes. For sure. We we grew up in black households. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I turned out fine though. Yes. But <laughs> no. yeah, man, definitely trial and error. I don't know what sex education is. What are you talking about? Yeah, like how was yeah yeah money mo? What's up? <laughs> so my vulnerable piece to share is I hit puberty at nine years old. I was very wow, young. Super early. This is third grade for anyone who doesn't get it. Like second grade, you know, I developed a chest and by third grade I was a full blown woman. But yeah. I did not know that. Right. Yeah. I'm thinking like a child and when I tell you when it first came, I didn't know what it was. Mm. Was very unprepared, had no understanding of what was happening to me. Mm. I was freaking out. I kinda thought I was like bleeding out or something mm. or like mm. I had an accident on myself. I was home thankfully, but I didn't get it. And I'm <laughs> freaking out in the bathroom for like an hour. My sister sees me. She runs and gets her, my mom. My mom hands me a pad and says, where's this, right? 
that's all I recall being the mm-hmm. answer. Like, wear this and don't tell anyone. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I went a good, it wasn't until fifth grade that two of my friends, we were all the tallest in the class. One of them said, I got mine. And the other one, like a few months later, I got mine. And they thought they were the first. And I'm like, I've been chilling and doing for this two for two years, years struggling, Dang. freaking out. Wow. Every month. It was always something like I didn't look like the rest of the kids. Mm-hmm. And I had to wear bras, like real bras mm-hmm. <laughs> that would come undone. I couldn't run around and do certain things like everybody else anymore. And it was just like freaking out that I'll mess up my skirt. I think I just developed high anxiety yeah. <laughs> in elementary school because I knew I didn't understand fully what was happening. No one ever really gave a name. My sister eventually, because she's three years older, told me what was happening. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. But mm-hmm. I didn't know what that meant. Right. You know what I mean? I didn't know that I could have kids at that point if anything ever were to happen to me. Right. And then even going to the doctor, I remember my mom took me when I was very young. And I remember it was a male doctor. And he's, you know, he does the vaginal exam and he's checking. And he's like this. And he showed her the hymen and said, if that rips, then, you know, she had sex or something like that. And I was, again, a very small child. This was the most uncomfortable I felt. And I, no one ever explained anything after that with me. Like, I just knew that, oh, my God, they would know if anything. Ever, you know what I mean? It was right. like, yeah. those things were the ever, same thing. Like, you kind of just dropped off and, you know, yeah. fend for yourself, figure it out. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what's going yeah. on to me. That's yeah. the fear-based piece. Yeah. Uh-huh. For sure. Yeah, 100%. And so young. <laughs> Girl. Yeah. I've been an old woman for many years. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you all keep thinking at heart. Literally. But, yo, like, a lot of that, too, at least, at least for me, like, a lot of that, a lot of the conversations I had that did not happen, mm-hmm. a lot of that was, um, especially for the the women in my life, a lot of that was uh, church driven. Mm-hmm. So I um, coming up, I was in Church of Christ. You know what I'm saying, and like, which is very um, rule based doctrine, all of that, mm-hmm. right? And so like, the the church, honestly. And, like, Christianity in general, like, and all different, not just Church of Christ, but all the different denominations and all of that, like, 100% play a role into the miseducation. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's really, like, the shame culture, the lack of conversation. Um, it's like, and, and I have not read it anywhere that's a part of anything. Like, just even if you wait into marriage for religious reasons, and that is perfectly okay. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's, it's nowhere in there that says don't talk about this. True. Right. I, I have not seen that yet. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that is, like, we're creating a wave. Mm-hmm. The fact that that's the number one answer why people are having sex because, oh, it's because my morals and religion. It's like, okay, great. But that's not coming along with education. Right, right, <laughs> like, right, right. Okay, you know what right. I mean? Like, that's to each his own, but we're not educated. Yeah. And so I want to even ask you, oh, and I know, I don't know, um, we haven't dove into people's religious backgrounds here, but like, <laughs> from either experience or what you know, or maybe even what you've seen or mm-hmm. the kids you work with, like, how is that affecting, you know, our next generation or us like adults you know yeah. i thought you, you were, no <laughs> you <laughs> could go <laughs> get me they like listen he trying to set us up for <laughs> it i mean i don't ever remember i went to many churches so it wasn't yeah. just church of christ i went to i was just a church hopper from yeah. <laughs> from birth until about what 18 but um i remember only hearing don't have sex, right? right? And by the time I was maybe in my teens, um, I remember there was one class about, and it was for young adults, mm-hmm. and it was just about um, don't wake love before it's time. And that was found from, like, Solomon. Mm-hmm. There was no more, like, information as to, like, how mm-hmm. to not wake love before it's time. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. I have talked to a lot of young people who are like, I grew up in the church, and they usually say, 
waiting till marriage or they'll just want to get married so they can have sex mm. and I'm like, that's interesting, but is that the best course of action? Like, do you understand what that actually entails? Why do you want to just get married to just have sex? And she's right. like, but they're telling me I have to wait. I was like, okay. But she's like, but they're not telling me how to wait. Mm. That was heat. And I'm like, you know why? You know why? They didn't wait. <laughs> but like, honestly, it's like right. people don't know how to wait because yeah. it's not actually something that's taught. They're just told. And so anything you kind of do or slightly do is like the yeah. shame comes. It's, yeah. Man, I don't yeah. know. I think you're right. It, it's a big part of why the miseducation is heavy. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And it is it just like, why does it always have to go back to shame and fear, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm, not, I'm just thinking about like conversations with my students. Like, I want to wait. Like, they'll say like, I want to wait. But like, no one is having that conversation of how. Yeah. Or if you do decide decide to engage in something, like, well, why do you feel bad about it? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. It, yes, fear, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a large part of what 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 it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just like, man, it should not be that way at all. You know, at all. Because there's there's other ways to go about it, and and even like what that leads to is people don't know things medically. Right. You know? Even right. like we saw the stats up there, like a lot of schools don't require that. Like there's some medical components and things you probably need to know. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't. Like you said, um, in general, people with prostates, people with you know vaginas, like we like the idea of knowing yourself and knowing that things could be happening, yes. and knowing this and knowing what that, like all of that education is like kind of stripped away from folks, mm-hmm. just because of the fear of like you know mm-hmm. devaluing your morals or whatever it is. Which is interesting. Like, where have we ever learned that knowing more or learning more, or understanding more? tells you to make poorer decisions like right right make Ooh. wiser decisions more mm. like thought through decisions you know what i mean the more they know the more likely that they'll wait because they don't necessarily feel pressured right. to just have you know i don't understand right and and you're right ignorance is not bliss it's pain and poverty mm-hmm. and trouble for sure mm-hmm. yeah. and then yeah if you know and even if you had those conversations because the mystique i guess i'm not a dog like the, the mystique is not there right you know what i'm saying because Folks know, but right. as, as, as kids, <laughs> yes, the mystique around sex was like, yo, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You about to be walking over. It's about to change. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that's really what it was. Yep. It was like it was just that mystique. Yeah. And so a lot of that people, it, especially um, college I went to, uh, <laughs> folks was like, yo, I ain't gonna put no. Folks was, was getting married for that. Yes. Like, all right, listen, it's like yes. we're compatible, but we ain't gonna be able to wait. This Yo, the goal is ring by spring. Like, it was that was it. And the hormones, they could not stop themselves. Listen. So it's like, we gotta get married. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And we gotta, and we gotta unpack that. Like, yo, okay. You know, like, like that's, that's a part of relationships, but you know, when you get married and all that, but it's like, that's not necessarily all there is. What? You'll be disappointed. Right. <laughs> what? Yes, you, you still don't know your body at all. Mm-hmm. What do you like? Mm-hmm. Like, you know even I mean? though I'm sharing my body with you because we waited until marriage, like I still don't know. Like mm-hmm. no one, so right, mm-hmm. right. And even you know, both of you work in this space. Oh, this is good too. Okay, <laughs> this is we got the experts here. So I can imagine, like you don't all of a sudden like go years without having education or having like shame talking about it. Then all of a sudden be comfortable. So you probably are getting into relationships and marriages where like. You can't even be open and honest about your own sexual experience with your partner. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And so I can, like, even imagine how that as teens is shaping, like, worse relationships, especially 
sexual relationships because that is a part of it when yeah. you're with your partner for people because yeah, you can't talk about it. You right. just kind of got exist, mm-hmm. you know. So like, do you? I know you stepping into the uh, marriage and family therapy world. Like, is that a part of it? Oh yeah. Oh, it's it's been rough. I've seen so many couples say like, "Oh no, we waited and we regret it." I was like, "Well, well, why?" It's like you would think there's some pride or some reward afterwards, but there was none. And then they were also like, "The shame didn't leave us." Like, I don't feel like I'm doing the right thing, even though they are in a committed marriage. And it's just the two of them. Like, no, nothing has changed. And all those years of dating and having to stop themselves, it's almost like triggered their bodies to not engage that way with Mm -hmm. each other. You know, and it kind of takes away that attraction, that desire, and then their ability to even want to build on that because it feels wrong. Right. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Mm. You're right. I'm like, that's not a relationship. What is life? <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Loki you traumatized hearing that. You know? Yeah. And the, I can't imagine how that helps with, like, bringing children into the world either. Mm-hmm. Like, that experience won't feel loving and, like, catering and, like, oh, my gosh, you were, you know, like, we, we made it you sounds in like love. a business plan. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and it, I've seen so many people going mm-hmm. through, like, all kinds of adultery and issues because they can't talk about sex with each other one mm. is not comfortable having it the other one the way they want it isn't the way they want it like they want it a little rougher they want it a little softer and they can't speak right on right. it. you know right. what i mean no one is exploring let's try this it's so many things mm. and it, i mean it's also lacking with teenagers too um so like a lot of like female students like they'll have certain questions about like what's going on with their body um and they'll bring it up to their mom and the first thing is like well what are you doing mm. Mm. And it's like, I mean, anybody can get like a yeast infection off mm-hmm. of nothing. Like right. I don't have to, you sugar. know, like sugar. Like, and yes, because they're so like closed in with not like they're experiencing something, but they can't go to mom because mom thinks they're doing something, and then they finally get into a relationship because like nothing was ever like a safe space was never created, and it's like it lacks there too. Mm-hmm. So then they become like. Kind of not like forced, but kind of like yeah, I'm doing it because like he wants to do mm-hmm. it. He's like, are you enjoying it? Like no, like kind like. Yes. But then that then that leads to them being an adult woman mm-hmm. who still do, haven't found their body yet, and you're still mm-hmm. indulging in things that should be pleasurable for you, but it's not because of the history right. that yeah. you've had. Right. Yeah. So yeah, and you're relying on him or whoever your partner is to pretty much tell you what you're supposed what you to like. like. Yeah. Ooh. Right. That's tough. Be rough. Yeah. Yeah. No, so the, the other side of that too is kind of like the shame and fear. The the other part of miseducation is kind of like reckless abandon. Like you just like caution to the wind. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> it's like, listen, <laughs> to hell with it. I'm going all in. <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I'm just saying because you don't know. Like you right. say, you want to do that. Mm-hmm. And working with like working with kids, especially I'm interested in that high school high school piece. Do you see some of that? Where it's just like, yo, I'm going in because listen, risk it all. And, you know, like, and, you know, because, like, I'm the secret keeper, too, mm-hmm. right? Right, right, right. So that's hard in itself. And I just always need to have the dialogue, like, just, like, be safe. Because there are kids that's just, like, I like it. Yeah. And I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know that I can trust you with telling you whatever. I really can't talk to my parents about it. Right. But I'm, like, are you being safe, though? Yes. Right? Right, right? And it's, like, and are you, like, having consensual sex? And what does that look like? Mm. Do you know your body? Mm-hmm. Right. Because if you can't tell me the biology of your body, mm-hmm. then maybe we should not be engaging in nothing, right? Mm. Speak on it. Nothing. Mm. And so at first, it's, it's you can tell, like, they're they're just super, like, I don't even know why Miss Chandler wants to talk about this. But it's, like, <laughs> and I'm just, like, 
so like I'm here like what's going on right. you know like <laughs> wh- what questions do you have and yeah. then, and it's like and if I can't answer it then we have the educators that come in that can answer it right mm-hmm. and and I just want people to just like love yourself love your body and once you when you are ready to engage in something that's sex and mm-hmm. we can say sex because mm-hmm. right. a lot of them don't even want to say sex right you know? right like how are you gonna talk about something that you're doing mm-hmm. you can't even what they call it the nasty they call all kinds of things it's like why does you know, it have to like be nasty? I was just like with my sneaky link. Yeah. You oh. know what that means, Miss Chandler? Like, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. Like, I don't speak that. So, yeah, that's and good. then on the opposite end, it's just like, oh, I'm going to wait. And like, mm-hmm. what does that look like? Or like, I'm in a relationship with somebody. We've been together for however many months or years. So it's all different. Yeah. Um, but it's a lot of miseducation. Mm-hmm. I, I, I agree, hundred percent. And I like what you said. I mean, even about that, like when you people not being to speak about it openly, like mm-hmm. you know, I'm, when I when I have kids, you know, I have a boy, and hey, listen, that's a penis, brother. Yes. <laughs> hey, yes. I'll be honest with you. Listen, that's what that is, and we're gonna talk through that. We're not going through whatever mm-hmm. the other pet names. No, that, no, 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 no. That's no. a penis, and this here you're gonna learn early. Like, yes, you know. Same thing. I have a daughter. Same conversation. Mm-hmm. We not. It's, this is what it is, and because that adds to kind of like that mystique or like that fear. Right. So now we breaking that early. And it's yeah. so important because I saw something on social media at some point, and it was someone speaking on a child went to the teacher and was like, "My uncle licked my cookie," and so the teacher was like, "Next time, just ask for a new cookie." And months go by. The parent comes in and she's like, "Yeah, my daughter has a rash on her cookie," and the teacher's like. A cookie is not a cookie. It is her vagina. Oh, my God. And she missed this whole sexual abuse possibility Mm. or issue that occurred. And I'm like, it's true. Kids don't necessarily know the anatomy or the names, Mm. and it can get confusing or problematic. You know Mm. what I mean? It's like they need to know because people are predators sometimes. And, like, people will take advantage of what you don't know. Exactly. The the more they know. Because people like cookies. Yeah. It's like they're sweet. There's something you want to eat. Why? No. That's all of that. Yeah. Like. We got to break that. Mm-hmm. Have to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have to. Yeah. So with that, when do y'all think, because once again, you both work in the school system, uh, when, at least at the time of this recording, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm playing with you now. Uh, listen, I'm just saying, listen, I hope we ain't saying nothing too crazy. They're going to be asking for jobs. But <laughs> uh, when do y'all think is a good time to start these conversations? Like, like when is the right time? So I've been going back and forth with this question because I want to say sixth grade because mm-hmm. majority of the time, because like puberty, like like you mentioned, like puberty is starting way earlier mm-hmm. for like majority now, right? Mm-hmm. So, and it doesn't necessarily have to be like what intercourse is at right. sixth grade, but mm-hmm. it's just like the biology mm-hmm. of like, and the anatomy of like mm-hmm. your body and like, what you will be experiencing now mm-hmm. that your like onset of puberty has started, right? right? Yes. right. And then like seventh grade is like it's still a refresher right. because like you're still getting used to that. Right. But it's like a little bit more now. Like you might like see somebody, you might like get like a tingling feeling mm-hmm. and like what does that mean mm-hmm. and what does mm-hmm. that look like? So like I wanted to say sixth grade, but like it builds every year. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Up until you graduate your yeah. senior year. And like confidently you can say that like I know, like, my body, I know his body, Mm -hmm. I know, like, and just have, and you'll be able to have conversations once you go off. Yeah. Right. So, like, sixth grade, I would say for me. Yeah. I'd say younger. 
I would definitely say younger. And yeah. that's, you know, the, these young kids know a lot. Yeah. They say a lot of words. True. They don't fully understand mm-hmm. all of what they're saying, but they've seen things, videos. Yeah. And I'm like, I remember being in elementary school, and I remember fourth grade, some kids are like, you were watching that? No, watching what? And they're all talking about what goes on late at night on cable yeah. TV. Like, HBO, HBO was popping. I didn't have them channels. I didn't know. <laughs> BET. Oh, that's a BET cut. Oh, and it listen. hasn't changed. These kids be writing notes. They be yeah, saying all yeah, kinds of inappropriate yeah. things. So I'm like, yeah. I think once a child, especially about to be school age, they should be very aware of what their anatomy is. Yes. Right. And then it should all be developed developmental and like build on as they get yeah. older to understand okay all the body parts and you should know the names and then yeah. by third fourth grade i think they should be talking about puberty because it's happening so, so early, early. Yeah. and so how early. your body will change yeah. and what you may feel like those sort of things and i'm all i like if they separate it so girls could feel free to speak and mm-hmm. ask questions and yeah. boys could feel free to speak and ask questions things like that because they have questions yeah. yes and they, they don't do. feel like they have anyone to speak to so I, I feel like yes if we do it like that from those ages yeah. and those key things kids will be better set yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's good yeah i was thinking i was thinking about this question soon as i like something that shayla said which is like the um like is sex isn't just about like intercourse. Like right. Sex right. is a full like that is it's your anatomy, it's, like, it's all these different things. So I really wanna change it from like a point in time to almost like a philosophy of how we incorporate that into mm. people within our sphere of influence. Like the the kids we have influence over. Like, mm-hmm. hey, we're just gonna change the philosophy. So instead of calling it a wee wee or instead mm-hmm. of calling it whatever it is, like mm-hmm. we're gonna say we're gonna say penis. Yep. Instead of like shaming, we're gonna have conversations. Mm-hmm. Like to change the philosophy from birth, <laughs> like as early as we can. Mm-hmm. Like, we're gonna build it up because everyone would be different. Some yeah. some kids might be five. Right. And something popped and say, Oh, I gotta have this conversation now. Right. You know, and so it's just a philosophy change and an approach change to where let's start to Take away the stigma, take away the shame, take mm-hmm. away the fear, mm-hmm. and just change that. Right. Um, so people can really be empowered around mm-hmm. it. And it's funny because a lot of parents will tell their kids, especially when they're younger, don't let anyone touch you in these areas. You know right. what I mean? That's just the perfect opportunity to explain yeah. what these areas are. It's yeah. like, and don't make it feel like a shameful thing because sometimes that shame or fear is what right. keeps them from saying anything. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, no, just explain what things are. And no one but the doctor or mommy, you know, and mm-hmm. yeah. keep it simple. But yeah. yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's also like how we label it too, right? So we call it sexual health and wellness. Mm-hmm. Because we promote mental health wellness as well. Yes. So when you mm. when we say sexual health and wellness, we really didn't get any pushback from parents because it's like you guys are covering a lot of different things. Yeah. Under sexual health and wellness. Uh-huh. I love that. Uh-huh. So. I love that. I love that. That's the approach. That's uh-huh. changing the philosophy. Yeah. Uh-huh. I love that. Yes. Okay, good. What's some what's some resources that you all would say are out for folks to 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 use or tap into? For teenagers? Or or what is you and talked parents. about some things that you that you have done, yeah. So all of that. It's this phenomenal resource that I found called Rise, right? Yeah. Um, and they promote sexual health and wellness um, education in all of the inner city schools. Well, mm-hmm. they can go into all of the inner city schools. This is in New York, Rochester. This is in Rochester. Yeah. And they're through the Department of Recreation and Services. Yeah. Um, and they're super dope. Like, they come in, they their curriculum is aligned to the whatever grade level 
like they'll be speaking to. Yeah. So ninth is a little bit different from 10th, which is a little bit different from 11th and 12th and so on. Mm -hmm. They also do Zoom too. So Mm. like we brought them in last year when we were all remote Mm -hmm. and it was nice. Like I had my ninth and 10th graders together, my 11th and 12th graders together. So ninth and 12th was more like that, like biology and anatomy, consent was not. 11th, 12th was more like, what is a healthy relationship? Mm -hmm. Because like, Teenagers really do be fighting each other in these relationships. I'm right. Like, yeah. They're toxic, right? Yeah. So, um, and it's free. Right. Because, like, if it's free, it's for me. So <laughs> now, every Friday, for now until the rest of the year, I have three educators coming in, mm-hmm. and we rotate them out. It's a four-week curriculum that they created. Um, and, yeah, it's free. Nice. Oh, I know, yeah. right? It's probably mm-hmm. across different states and counties, depending on where you are. It's probably some of the things they can tap into. Right. Mm-hmm. And they also do classes for parents on how to talk yes. to your child. And they can either host like parents like in school um, or they can do like a Zoom meeting with, with parents. Mm-hmm. And they're like always available by phone because that's that was that was our thing. Like if we get pushback from our parents, which they can. Right. What does that look like? Mm-hmm. So. We named it Sexual Health and Wellness. They have their own separate time to talk to our educators. They Mm. get a printout of the curriculum. Mm -hmm. I mean, and you can also still consent to not have your children participate. But as of right now, everyone is 100% in. That's good. That's real good. They're lifers. I love them. You go ahead, girl. I did that. I did that. Yeah. They come up to the younger ones or they they talk to the little children? No. (laughs) No. Um, They start as early as eighth grade. Mm. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But maybe you guys can like work something out. I don't know. Hey, now we'll see. Yeah. Or pioneer something. That's yeah. Hey, we need, to, we need to have a. Um. Yeah, I think we need to have a something that's like you said, development yeah. mm-hmm. stages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we gotta start as early as possible. Yeah. Right. Gotta bridge the gap. Yeah. yeah. Without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, man, we had an amazing conversation with this, and yes. so um, this is what I'm thinking. So with this, I really do believe like there's so many different chapters we can do with this because we talk a lot about sex education specifically for teens and all that but i would love to do like another one we need to talk about us like okay what do we do now that we adults we went through the trauma we went through mm. ain't nobody really tell us nothing <laughs> we need to really dive into that you know what i mean yes. so that could be another one the black culture specifically so mm-hmm. we might be talking about sex all throughout young black <laughs> figuring out for the next 12 seasons but um so i do want to ask this though before we get out of here is um if you could really leave folks with a few words or just things to think about um, what would they be? Like any tips, thoughts, anything for um, for people who are listening? Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say. <laughs> so funny, Shayla. Um, I would say to educate yourself if you are very uncomfortable in the topic. Mm-hmm. Like the best way to not be uncomfortable or to make it feel like it's something that is okay is to learn more about it. So if you have children, if you don't have children, if you're engaging in it, if you're not engaging in it, Educate yourself. And there's, like, a bunch of people I follow on um, on social media who yeah. are, like, sex educators, sex experts who are literally yeah. promoting sexual wellness and just, like, body understanding. It's like, yeah. oh, just learn about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same. <laughs> All of the above. Yeah. Got to start talking about it right now. Yeah. Or we're not going to see any changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Statistics are still going to continue to increase, and we don't want that. Right. So. Yeah. All of the above. Yeah, agree. And I would just say to add to that, I would say specifically to folks who are listening who haven't had these conversations, and specifically the church and religion, like, we got to start to unpack that. Like, conversation does not equal, like, 
condemnation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so we need to really break that. So if you're yes. listening and you're cringing, like, oh my God, I can't believe they're talking about this. You are a part of the problem. <laughs> so we need to start to get rid of that. Start to make these things to be more transparent or yes. we are going to continue. Because it's not... I'm, this isn't just a good conversation to have. Like people lies are a state because they, uh-huh. they stay, yes. they're experiencing things because they weren't prepared and uh-huh. equipped and like it's affecting their lives. So this is a serious thing. And like right. we can't afford to not educate and talk about these things anymore. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so probably if you're listening right now and you're thinking, <laughs> what in the world are they talking about? Look, we might be right. We might be wrong. But today we probably not. We right. might be wrong. <laughs> but at the end of the day, we just young, black, black and figured it out. out. Boy